quiet, please. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. For tonight, written by Willis Cooper, directed by Chuck and Megan Mara, and featuring Todd Geideshek, is called Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. You haven't got any idea. You haven't got an idea in the world, no, sir. If I was to do the right thing, I'd take him and I'd cut his head off. Oh, as a matter of fact, Eddie, if I had the uh, the intestinal fortitude of, of a llama or something, well, a llama, well, you know, like in crosswords, it's some kind of camel or something that lives up in the mountains. I said, if I had the courage of a llama, I'd just uh, up and kill the man. What? Oh, it, it's all right. For heaven's sakes, nobody's listening on the telephone. Oh, is that so? Well, I'd stack up old man everyone against your boss any day. Oh, and give you two to one odds, too. Did I tell you about this morning? Well, you know when I saw you in the drugstore when I was having coffee, huh? Oh, you know her. She's a model. I just ran into her as I was going into the drugstore, and I said, have a cup of coffee with me. Well, I don't know. Peters or Peterson or something like that. Evelyn. Evelyn Peters. Or Peterson. Or something. Nah, costume stuff. Well... When I was in the drugstore... Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to give you the 75 cents I borrowed, and I forgot all about it. Remind me, will you, Eddie? Oh, no, not in the drugstore. That old, that old goon has forbidden every one of us to go downstairs for coffee during working hours. Everwine. Oh, it's all right. He can go down and drink coffee till it runs out his ears, but the art department can sit up there and starve for all he cares. Yeah, I think it's pretty small of a man. After all, we're not just laborers, you know? Oh, what I started to say, right after you walked out, he walked in. No, I was talking to this Peters or Peterson or whoever she is, and I didn't see him at all. First thing I knew was he shoved that great, big, ugly, unshaven puss of his right between me and this Peterson character. Oh, I wasn't saying anything. And he said, Oliver, did you forget your drawing board? And I give you my word, Eddie, boiling hot coffee. I pretty near incinerated myself, I was so startled. And I sort of burbled through the coffee, I said, like an utter idiot. Uh, what, what drawing board, Mr. Avawine? And he said, the one you left upstairs. He said, do you want me to bring it down here, Oliver, so you can combine business and pleasure? And that Peterson? She laughed right out loud. I could kill her too. What? Well, what if I am being bloodthirsty tonight? I've got a right to. What? Oh, well, then he kind of gritted his teeth and he looked just like Victor McLaughlin or something. And he said, get back upstairs. And believe me, Eddie, people just kind of shrunk away like an earthquake or something. And I felt, and I felt about this high. Dude, what could I do? I put your 75 cents on the counter, the whole 75 cents, darn it, and just slunk out and you know what he did he won't believe it he sat right down there with that peterson or whatever her name is and he bought her another cup of coffee with the 75 cents i borrowed from you to add insult to injury do you wonder i want to murder him and her too the way she laughed oh oh yes and then get this when he came back upstairs half an hour later half an hour 
he walked in and stood looking over my shoulder. And you know how that always gives me the screaming memes, to have somebody looking over my shoulder while I'm drawing? Oh, it doesn't you? Oh, it does me. Oh, I go nuts. And so what happens? He just stands there and stands there, and I get jitterier and jitterier, and all of a sudden I put my sleeve right in the middle of the design I'd just finished inking in. Label for a shoebox. All full of, like, Pompeian borders and curly cues and stuff and things, you know? Oh, ruined it. Murdered it. And that fiend in human form stood there and laughed fit to bust. Losing your touch, Oliver, he said. I have you my word, Eddie. I was so close to busting, and I kept drawing great big deep breaths, getting fuller and fuller of air, and finally I yelled at him. Oh, I always make a fool of myself. What? I said, give me back my 75 cents, Mr. Everyone. Oh, go on and laugh. Did <laughs> you ever hear in all your life anything so ridiculous? That's what I was saying. If I had the, the, the whatever it is of a llama or something, I'd have brained the man with a T-square or something, and i holler for six bits. Oh, and he had a fit. He just laid down on the floor and howled. <laughs> I had one satisfaction, though. Whitey Haynes, you know, sits back at me with the dark glasses. He just dropped a whole jar of vermilion paint on the floor, and everyone didn't know it. What? Just wallered in it. Well, so I had to stay and work overtime to get this hideous label finished so they could ship it out to Little Rock or wherever it goes, and and that's why I'm not going bowling tonight. No, you'll just have to get a substitute, Eddie. I'm dead. Who, Caroline? Oh, no, she's she's out to some clam bake or something. Mm, that woman. I could cut her throat with a, with a bottle opener or something. Preferably a dull one. You know what she left me for dinner? Listen, one can of tuna fish, one slice of dry whole wheat bread, a warm bottle of cherry soda, and 11 hard-boiled eggs. Oh, and she'd been defrosting the refrigerator and forgot to turn it on again. No, Eddie, I have a stomach ache. For one thing, my head hurts, my hand and arms are tired. I am a dead man, and I definitely will not bowl this evening. I'm going to sit here and think of different ways to murder Mr. Klaus Everyone, my favorite art director. And perhaps that Peterson girl or whatever her name is. And possibly Caroline, the wife of my bosom. And if you continue to shout in my ear about bowling, I shall include you. <laughs> yes, Eddie. No, Eddie. Good night, Eddie. Oh, me. <sighs> I should bowl of all things. Where do you suppose that woman is? I shouldn't have eaten those hard-boiled eggs. Uh, now who's that? Calling me up in the middle of the night? Oh, if that's Eddie again about bowling, I'll murder him. Oh, the crust of a man. Hello, I am not going bowling. Hello, Eddie? Hello? Hello? Why, yes, you rang me, young woman. Yes, you did. Oh, it's the doorbell. <laughs> Excuse me. Caroline, of course. Forgotten her key again. Oh, if that woman doesn't do something about remembering her keys, I am simply going to murder her. Well, my love. What did you call me, Oliver? Mr. Everwine. Well, are you going to let me in or not? 
Uh, uh, why, certainly, Mr. Everwide. Please, come in, sir. Come in and have a chair, sir. Who did you think I was, anyway? I thought you had forgotten your key. What? Are you nutty? I'm sorry, Mr. Everwine. I mean, I thought it was my wife who was going out and who has probably forgotten her key. I mean, she quite often forgets it when she goes out. I thought it was my wife. For the love of Mike, will you stop gibbering? Yes, Mr. Everwine. Well, um, what brings you to our neighborhood, I'm sure? Oliver, you know, if you weren't the best freehand man I've got in the shop... Oh, but I'm not, Mr. Everwine. I'd try to have you committed. I don't think you've got all your buttons. Well, Mr. Everwine, I've got my buttons all right, but but for heaven's sakes, Mr. Everwine, I, I just get embarrassed. At what? When people yell at me or anything, I mean. Am I yelling at you, Oliver? Well, y- you do. Am I yelling at you now, Oliver? No, sir. Well, stop looking so silly then. I've got something for you to do. Huh? Now? Yes, right now. Uh, oh, but Mr. Everyone, I'm all in. Never I... mind that. This is a rush job that the merchandising department has to have first thing in the morning. Is there much? I mean, maybe I could get up early and then... Nope. This will take you nearly all night, Oliver. Oh, my. See this layout? I want a hand-drawn border. 13 by 27. See? All these little decorative doodads in each corner. And a hand-lettered trademark. Here. No, see. Here. Right down your alley, Oliver. Oh, but I'm so tired. My hands are trembling even... Now, now, Oliver. Sir? You like your job, don't you? Well... You know artists are a dime a dozen, Oliver. Good ones, though. A dime a dozen. All right? You're going to do this or not? Oh, well... Okay. Get at it now. And I want it on my desk at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock on the nose. This drawing has to get to the merchandising department at 8.30, and I want to see it first. 8 o'clock. You heard me all right. Get to work. And don't get it all smeared up either like you did the last one today. All right, Mr. Everwine. Good night. Good night, Mr. Everwine. You still standing there? Get to work. Yes, Mr. Everwine. <laughs> he thought it was you. What? What do you mean? When I rang the bell, he thought I was you. Thought you'd forgotten your key. Oh my goodness, I did forget it. Well, that's clever. How are you getting back in? Oh, climbing through a window, I guess. <laughs> Remember that other time when I left my key? I climbed in the kitchen window. He never even moved. (laughs) Yes, but this time, he'll be awake. Working, Caroline. Oh, well. I'll tell him some kind of story. He'll believe anything. Are we still gonna sit here all night? I should say not. Where do you want to go? Hmm. Someplace where we can dance. Sure. We can go any place you want to. He won't be showing up, that's for sure. (laughs) Like that time at the Cotton Club when he and Eddie came in and we had to hide in the check room. (laughs) Mm. Well, 
That little job of work will keep little Oliver neatly stashed away for a long time, kid. So forget him. I'll always forget Oliver when I'm with you, Mr. Everwine. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't know, Eddie. I don't know what to do. I've been working all night, and I, I guess I must have fallen asleep or something. When I woke up, I went in the bedroom to see if she was there, and she wasn't. Well, then I thought, I'll call up Eddie and ask him to see if his missus has seen my missus. Say she hasn't. I wonder where she can be. No, never as late as this. For heaven's sakes, it's half past four. Oh, and I suppose she's gabbing with some dizzy demon just hasn't looked at the clock or something. Well, obviously I can't call up all of her friends looking for her, waking them up out of their favorite nightmares and asking silly questions. Well, I suppose she'll come home eventually. But I tell you, if I had her here, I'd take a club and I'd beat her head in. Oh, working. Oh, I didn't tell you, Eddie. That... That fiend, that everyone, showed up about 9.30 with a rush job I have to turn in at 8 o'clock in the morning. And for gosh sakes, it isn't finished yet. I fell asleep. Brought it right to the house. Yelled at me. What was I going to do? Oh, sure. Threatened my job. Eddie, I promise you a deal come when I'll take that man and I'll fill him so full of lead they can use him for, for a paperweight. Did you have a good time bowling? What'd you roll? Oh, only 134 average? Oh, you're slipping, Eddie. <sighs> Golly, I'm sleepy. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Eddie, I didn't realize I was keeping you awake, too. I am sorry. I'm so sorry. But I do wish I knew where Caroline was. He is, I mean, I, I just thought she and your missus... Oh, I said that. Well, thanks, Eddie. Good night, Eddie. Well, let me see. About another hour's work, I guess. That Everwine. Everswine, that's what he is. I could cheerfully watch him being eaten alive by an alligator or something. I know this night work is going to ruin my eyes. I think I'll go put some cold water on him. I'd like to put boiling water... No, boiling oil on that man. Oh, yes, and on that wife of mine. Ow, that water's cold. Makes my eyes feel better, though. Wish I had that Caroline here. I'd drown her. Staying out till broad daylight playing bridge or something, letting me worry my head off. I don't care where she is. I'd be better off without her, huh? I'm a fine-looking sight, ain't I? Look at that face. Red eyes. Hair's getting thin. Hello, you ugly brute. You used to be good-looking once, though. Yeah. <laughs> getting old. Losing your nerve. Afraid to stand up to people. Afraid to give everyone what he's got coming. Afraid to smack your wife across the puss. Why don't you come out of that mirror and do something? Answer me! Why don't you? Well, what do you want me to do? I want you to murder me! It talked back to me. It answered me. 
Yes, I answered you. Now answer me, you jerk. This is not true. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <gasps> it's still there. I'm still here. I'm getting awful tired of you. What do you want me to do that you're too much of a coward to do? You are my reflection in the bathroom mirror. I am. And you are talking back to me. I am. This can't be. What a jerk you are. You can't talk to me like that. I'm talking to you like that. Listen, Oliver. Every person's got two sides, see? I'm the rough side of your character. Well, for heaven's sake. Who you want killed? Would you kill somebody? (laughs) With pleasure. I'll be darned. Oliver, where's your wife? (laughs) That woman. I'll break her neck. That, Oliver, is a very good idea. I'll be right back. Hey. Hey! Am I crazy? What? Where's my reflection? It's... He's... Gone. My gracious, I've got to run. It's practically broad daylight. How are you going to get in, Caroline? Maybe he'll be asleep. (laughs) Sure hope so, for your sake. My sake? Ha! Don't worry about me. Anyway, I can always climb in the window. Well, good night. Or good morning, I guess it is. Yeah. I had a swell time, everyone. Why do you always call me Everwine? I like it. Kiss the girl, Everwine. Thanks, Everwine. You sure you don't want me to run you home? Ah, no, it's only three blocks. Besides, he might see your car. I'll be all right. Thanks for fun. Night. Night, honey. <laughs> Oliver! Yeah? Oliver, what are you... Uh, I mean... Come here, Caroline. Oliver! No! Oliver! What are you going to do? Oliver! <laughs> well, I'm going to break your neck, Caroline. No! No! Oliver! Ah! Ah! No! You see? I am going to count to ten. If that reflection isn't back there, I'm going to call up the police and explain that I've gone crazy. I've been driven crazy by overwork. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, I I better shut my eyes and do it over. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now... Sure, I'm back. Well, for heaven's sakes, where you been? You said you wanted to break Caroline's neck. Huh? Well, I broke it. You did? I mean, you did? Yeah. Just as easy. Well, well, where did you find her if you broke her neck? Up there in front of that apartment building Everwine lives in. Why, you fool! Be careful there, Oliver. Be careful of what? Don't break the mirror. I will if I want to. Be sorry if you do. What? Why? 
because this is where I live, see? I am going completely, comprehensively, utterly stark raving, mad, insane, crazy, nutty. No, you're not, Oliver. You're a split personality now, kid. Schizophrenic. Oh, and just one more thing before you answer the door. Door? What door? Oh, it'll be the cops coming to tell you about finding Caroline with her neck busted. <laughs> but I didn't. That's what I'm just gonna tell you. Don't tell me to do things you don't want done, Oliver. And don't kid around. I do them, kid. See? Listen. Go to the door, Oliver. It's the cops. You got nothing to worry about, kids. You got a swell alibi. Go ahead. There just isn't anything to say, Eddie. What? I know. I said that. I said I'd like to murder her, but you know. Well, she's dead. Listen, Eddie. I can't tell you about this on the telephone, but I'm under some kind of technical arrest or something, and, and I know they're going to accuse me of murdering her, and honestly, Eddie, I was right here in the house all the time. You know that. I talked to you on the phone, remember? Yes, but they said somebody saw a fellow they thought was me running away from the corner where she... Where she but I was here, Eddie. I was right here. I was in the bathroom. Eddie? I need a lawyer. So do you do you want to be my lawyer? I, I haven't got a whole lot of money, Eddie, really, but I guess maybe if I've got enough of you don't charge too much. And I'd rather have a lawyer I know, you know, instead of some stranger. Will you, Eddie? No, I can't leave the house. So you better come over here. Eddie, listen, I can explain the whole thing. Maybe you won't believe it, but, but, but maybe I can prove it to you. Oh, Eddie, and to think that everyone, that rat, that snake, that I could chop his ugly head off. Wait a minute, Eddie. I thought I heard a door. Oh, my gracious, Eddie. What have I done now? Yes? Mr. Everwine, Oliver is here. Oliver? Well, well... Tell him I can't see him now. T tell him... I told him you were busy, but he insists on seeing you, Mr. Everwine. Is, is the door locked? Yes, Mr. Everwine. Tell him I can't see him. Just a second, Mr. Everwine. He can't see you now, Oliver. Oliver! Oliver, wait! No! No! Oliver! Oliver, listen. Oliver... I'm sorry I had to bust down the door, Everwine. Oliver, listen. It was pure coincidence that... that was, huh? You know it was, Oliver. You know perfectly well, Oliver. I know all about it, Erewhine. Now, Oliver, get away from me. Oliver. Now, why you suppose I broke her neck, Erewhine? Did, did you? Oh. I certainly did. It was just as easy. You killed her? Yeah, with these hands, Erewhine. Let me answer the phone. Sure. Hello. This is everyone. Police! Stop that. Take it easy. Answer the phone decent now. Yes. Yes? Mr. Everyone, this is Oliver. What? This is Oliver, Mr. Everyone. Somebody's coming up there to kill you. Who are you? Oliver, I said, Mr. Everyone. I don't really want to kill you. 
What? What? Oliver, I... Oliver is standing alongside my desk, threatening to kill me. Is this some sort of joke? Is this... That's him, Mr. Everyone. That's him. He's gonna cut your head off. Give me that phone, everyone. Hello, Oliver. Listen, Oliver, keep your shirt on. You said the guy's head off. I can't help it. You know your wish is my command, Oliver, old kid, and the funny thing is, I'm getting to like it. Now shut up and let me alone, will ya? Now, everyone, you got a sword or something around here, huh? All right, Eddie. I know. I know all about everyone. I called him on the phone, but it was too late. He took the phone away from everyone and told me what he was going to do. And there wasn't any way to stop him, Eddie. Eddie, please come over. They're going to have me for another murder, Eddie, and and I didn't do it. I didn't do it, I tell you. I was right here. I talked to everyone on the phone. I mean, you can ask him. Oh, my goodness, no. You can't, can you? Eddie, please come over. All right, Eddie. Yes, Eddie. No, Eddie. Goodbye, Eddie. What am I going to do? They'll hang me or something. How am I going to stop this? Jiminy G. That's it. The mirror. The mirror. The mirror. Why didn't I think of that before? I'll fix it. Oh, I'll fix it. Where's a, where's a hammer or something? Huh? The drinking glass. Oh, I'll fix you, Mr. Reflection. I'll fix you! <laughs> there. You're gonna be sorry, Oliver. What? Who was that? Told you you'd be sorry, Oliver. And I'd have gone back into the mirror and you'd never been bothered with me anymore. But you busted it. I got no place to go now, kid. No place to go. I'm on the town, Oliver. I'm on the world, kid. And every time you think of killing somebody. (laughs) Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You sure done it now, Oliver. Keep your mind clean, baby. Hey! Hey! Where'd you go? No. I can't tell you where I am, Eddie. You wouldn't recognize me if you saw me either. I'm in disguise. Police are looking for me everywhere, Eddie. Just everywhere. Oh, you know that. Well, I just had to call you. I had to, Eddie. I mean, we used to have such fun, darn it. Eddie, and and now everything's so awful. Eddie, I don't kill people. I didn't kill anybody, Eddie, honest. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But you know how it is. If I even think of somebody that ought to be killed, if I just say I could kill that fella, why, boom, he's dead, Eddie. It's a curse. 
It's horrible. I, I don't know what to do, Eddie. I could murder everybody in the world, you know? If I dream about killing somebody, it's in the papers the next morning. If I say I hope you... No. I mustn't say it. It's my reflection. Reflection from the mirror. No, I'm not crazy. I thought I was, but I know I'm not. Eddie, I'm scared every minute. Sure. You could tie me up so I couldn't talk. But all I gotta do is think. I think murder and he's right there to do it. What, Eddie? No. No, there's nothing I can do about it. My goodness, if I show myself on the streets, I'll be arrested instantly. Oh, Eddie, I wish I was dead. What, Eddie? I said, gosh, what can I do? I said, I wish I was dead. Why, Oliver, you know, I think we can handle that. You have listened to Quiet Please, written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Tonight's story was called Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. The person who talked to you was Todd Geideshek. And Margot Moreau played Caroline. Everwine was Chuck Mara. This episode of Quiet Please was originally broadcast by the Mutual Broadcasting Company on August 24, 1947. And now for a word about next week's Quiet Please story, here is our director, Chuck Mara. Three. That's next week's story. Willis Cooper always wanted to write a story with a number instead of a title. One week before the broadcast aired, even though he had not written a word for the script for three, he thought it might be interesting. Listen next week to three. And until next week at this time, I am quietly yours, Todd Geideshek. Quiet Please comes to you from Los Angeles and is produced by Foley Marrow Studios. <laughs>